Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. You're about to go on a journey of empathy, understanding and transformation. Get ready to dive into the heart of humanity's most pressing questions with me, Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words Training Consultancy and guests. It's time to turn up the volume on kindness and to amplify the voices of minorities that often go unheard. This podcast asks questions like, how can we create workplaces where ethnic minorities thrive without the chains of career stagnation? What if universities were safe havens for all, free from the storm of microaggressions? And how can we bridge the gaps between cultures that have been divided by the walls of bias and ignorance? This is not just a podcast. This is a revolution of empathy. Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. Get ready to explore, learn and change the world one compassionate conversation at a time. I am so happy to have Annetta Paps King in my presence. She's the uh, one of the founders of Sponsor A Gambian Girl, which is a charity that uh, Strawberry Words has been supporting uh, since 2020 now. Um, Annetta is a girl, girls' rights advocate who is very passionate about education. Uh, she was born and raised in the Gambia. Um, but then went to, went on to study at the University of Bedfordshire. And amongst you being a, a, a lecturer and a course leader, uh, mm -hmm. you are um, running this amazing entity known as Sponsor A Gambian Girl. Welcome. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for having me. I'm so pleased to be here. <laughs> no, you're very welcome. It's my honor. And, you know, it's not, I, I was just saying to you, like, it's this is not the kind of episode we typically do um, mm -hmm. primarily we're talking about crafting compassionate cultures but yes. actually I think you have one of the most compassionate charities um, mm -hmm. because essentially what you do in fact I won't even tell the the listeners what you do tell the listeners please what sponsor a Gambian girl is yes sponsor a Gambian girl the name is in what we do so we support girls in education to stay in school. And this has come way back of experience that I had as a 14-year-old mm. growing up in the Gambia, you know, witnessing a friend being taken out of school to go get married. And her life has gone completely a different direction to mine where I was left to stay in school. So Sponsor mm. a Gambian Girl is here to give girls hope for the future. And the only way we can do that is true the transformative tool of education because it's Absolutely. the only way that the Gambian girl child, the African girl child, or the girl child uh, will be able to live a life of independence, a life that where they can have choice, a mm. life where they can speak for themselves, have a voice, not themselves only, but to just to uh, make a contribution in society. So mm. this is what we do here. So we support them financially in school because the biggest or the greatest barrier for girls staying in school is the mm. lack of the financial support. Right. So we give them that financial support to stay in school. But we do know that the empowerment of girls should not be limited to the classroom. So mm. in addition to the financial support for them to stay in school, we give them support in other areas 
like developing their confidence, right. um, helping them in summer camp so they can, if they're business minded, so they can chase and go after that entrepreneurial spirit that they may have in them or in any area they want to develop themselves, mm. that innate talent that they have, it should be realized. And education is one of the tools we use for that. Yeah, yes. that, that's so incredible. But I want to I, I take this back because obviously I, I, I've, I've heard this, I know this, and this is what's brought me into wanting to support a, a, a young lady. Okay. Um, but for those who don't mm-hmm. understand why girls are taken out of school and why that boy why that doesn't happen doesn't happen to boys can you just unpack that a little bit oh yeah so this is the the cultural setting of africa you know the context is you know the universal across africa but it's also rife in my our area of west africa where mm-hmm. girls education is not valued Girls' education is seen as a waste of time, you know. So once you have that primary education is enough, what else do you need it for? You're going to end up in a man's house and you're just going to do as the man says. And you're just going to have children and take care of the children and stay at home. So what's the point of wasting money? Uh, We can rather give it to the boys because they will be the breadwinners. So this is the one of the of the cultural aspect when it comes to how education is viewed and then you have um another aspect can I just jump in sorry can I just jump in there because the, obviously that's not and not everybody thinks that way you know you no. obviously came up and you were able yes. to continue your education so yes. it's some people that hold this um, cultural tradition of not yes. valuing um, girls and, and their yes. contribution to society other than being supporting supporting a family and supporting a man Yes, absolutely. Um, of course, it's good that you struck me there. There are some exceptions. Um, and in the Gambia, we have tribes, mm. you know. It's very sad that depending on the tribe that you're from would depend whether you'll be educated or not, mm. which is not fair, yeah. which is looking at, like we kind of say here in the UK, postcode lottery. You know, right. depending on where you are, depend that depends on the economic benefits that you would get. So it's the same for us in the Gambia as well. So if mm-hmm. you come from my tribe, they every girl child in my tribe goes to school because my tribe values education. Right. I cannot think about any girl in my tribe that has not been to school. Right. If it's up to school, up to GCSE level, you will be mm-hmm. in education. Mm-hmm. We have other tribes that education is frowned upon is seen as you know going against patriarchy and um, Mm -hmm. fighting that male dominance of power that when Mm -hmm. girls are educated they become stubborn you know oh wow (laughs) wow so to a certain degree it's about controlling the mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just control isn't it it's, it's yes. controlling the the um the pathways yes. for girls it's controlling their character their strength um yes. their their desire to be who they want to be wow yes it is certain yeah. um certain section of society in the gambia hold that belief so yeah. that's why more some of our girls we concentrate on those sort of um, little pockets of society in the Gambia, we take girls from there and educate them and put them part of our program. And this can just show sort of a snowball effect. Oh, she's Mm. going to school. 
look at what she's doing. Okay, let me leave my daughter as well to go to school. Oh, she's yeah. doing so great. That kind of thing. Yeah. But let me ask. So, okay, that's amazing. It's an amazing mm -hmm. ideal. But if mm -hmm. this there is this cultural ideal that mm -hmm. girls support the family, support the man, then mm -hmm. what do they feel about sponsor a Gambian girl coming in and saying, hold on a minute, we've got some money. We want to educate your young girl. Isn't there some kind of friction? There is friction, but the only thing it is once you do it in a way where um you don't make them look like their cultural belief is kind of outdated. Right. You know, you don't make them feel as if they are stuck in the ages. You mm. just show them the progressive ways of how mm. educating the girl child changes so many things. So mm. we show them that a girl that is educated let's say from our viewpoint of up to GCSE level in mm. the Gambia is less likely to have a malnourished child right. you know so it means yes. that the family will be healthy yes you know yes. so those sort of evidences when you put it in them and then you show them examples of how girls you know are changing um, the economic status of a family yes. then in those ways they are much likely to come over to the idea Yes. So what you're doing is not only enabling an education for the young girls, but you're also educating the families. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty amazing. So talk to me about some of the success stories that you've had over the years. But so before you do that, what year did yes. Sponsor Gambian Girl begin? So the idea came about 2018, late 2018. And 2019, we set up and we were off and running. And mm. we've been on since 2019 and operation. Yes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So tell me about some of the successes um, that you sponsor Gambian Girl has experienced. Okay. So as I was saying, the impact that we've made so far is um, we have um 25 volunteers that are working with us we and are have, they all in the gambia we have volunteers in gambia and the uk scattered all over the world basically okay amazing yes mm -hmm. and we have like i said 200 girls that we've impacted their lives through education and counting not just through education there's some girls that we have set up with businesses Hey, I know you're enjoying the podcast episode, but I just want to quickly come in and say, look, if you're an organization that needs anti-racism training for your organization because your staff are lacking in a racial literacy, they don't have the words, they get stuck when talking about racism, they're, they want to be able to deal with incidents, but they're not sure how to, then check out our Time to Talk About Race online CPD accredited course at strawberrywords.co.uk. Okay, we can train from 10 to 10,000 but get in touch today at admin at strawberrywords.co.uk now back to the episode you know mm. we've given them that seed um mm. capital a little capital um wow. for them to start their little enterprises yes we've done that we've even empowered some mothers mm. you know some mothers as well to start businesses so mm -hmm. Um, whilst we are paying the fees, the mothers can be able to help with the little things that the girls would need um, mm. in order to provide them with extra support. So we've done that as well. Mm. Like I said, we also do events. We do virtual events. We do physical events. And mm. those events are 
um, towards educating the girl child about their sexual and reproductive health. Mm. We are looking at into their confidence, building their confidence. We are looking in having an event in April and it will be about purpose, mm. you know, how to mm -hmm. be purposeful. Right. So that's what we are planning in April to have that event. And um, we have girls that are academically inclined. Um, there's a girl that tops the the entire school. She tops. Wow. <laughs> he was the first in, she was in the in science class. So all the mm -hmm. sciences, all the maths, for the maths, she was the top. She was in the national news. So we had such a great PR for for that because mm. you know she represented us and we've been supporting her for a while so all these things we're having and we have girls that are coming out and are doing well mm. um yes we face challenges as we are very small char charity well, that was going to be one of my questions <laughs> can, if, if I can sorry interrupt you there you know what is the biggest challenge that the charity faces currently Okay, so we have faced, according to the UK standard, we are a small charity, like smallest mm. of the small in those categories. Mm. And in those areas, small charities were definitely hit. COVID was one mm. that hit. So, many so when people, you say hit, do you mean financially people weren't contributing as much? Yes, people mm. weren't. Mm. And so many wrote to us, you know, indicating that, due to the circumstances of losing their job or yeah. hours been cut down so they would have to you know reprioritize their finances and for now they will have to stop the fight and um, the donation of, for supporting the girls yeah. and then yeah. now we have another one of the rising costs um live uh, costs um in crisis for the living costs going up and people are also cutting back and everything mm -hmm. and um so we were mostly focusing on individual giving. Yes. So when that happened, we said, okay, we need to change. We need to now look into corporate sponsorship mm. and corporate giving because that is more mm. sustainable when a corporate organization is sponsoring than an individual. So we are yes. now to the corporate. Because of course, you know, running a small charity, you have so many administrative stuff that we are doing. And everyone that works in the charity is a volunteer. No one is paid, you know, is mm. a volunteer. So everybody that works in a volunteer. So we look constantly looking for volunteers to come in to help us with our digital activities and uh, different activities that we are doing. So that is some of the challenges we face. And so at the, at the beginning, we, when we started operation, we were more into individual giving and that sustained us for a while. But when COVID hit, now the rising cost of living crisis with people, you know, those individual giving is now being reduced. So we had to sit back and look, okay, what can we do? And this was when we now started to do corporate, um, to approach corporates and have corporate sponsorship, corporate partnership, you know, businesses looking and saying, okay, um, we would be doing this. We can be giving a thousand here. Some would mm. say we'll give um, certain percentages of their businesses. So we are really looking for corporate organizations, especially now that we are sponsoring university students. 
it's yes. really not that um it's not the same as the younger girls they need more resources more finances to go into it so we're looking for corporate organizations even if they come in to say we will take a university student and support them all through when they until they finish that would be yes. amazing yeah and i imagine you know the fees are nowhere near as high as the fees are in the uk just a really quick interruption Dealing with microaggressions, the online training workshop is coming to you soon, okay? On uh, the 22nd of February, 1 to 3 p.m. GMT, right? So it's designed so wherever you are in the world, hopefully you can capture, you can get, you can be involved, right? What do we cover? Uh, I'm covering uh, defining microaggressions. Um, understand, so people understand the different types of microaggressions that are out there. I share plenty of examples, so you will know exactly what they are. You will also know what the impact of those are and how people, how ethnic minorities cope with microaggressions. Then, you know, the piece that people really want Know, want to know about is how do you manage difficult conversations around microaggressions when they pop up because they can be quite fraught quite scary how do you deal with those either as the ethnic minority or the person on the or, or the white person right and and how do you come back how you know when microaggressions do pop up what can you say in defense what can you say to highlight or to educate what do you do when it's said um do you just leave it for instance or we'll cover all of that in two hours so jump on to Eventbrite. There's a link around here somewhere. Um, and if not, go to the Strawberry Words website, strawberrywords.co.uk, strawberrywords.co.uk. Now back to the episode. Definitely not. Um, yeah. For a university student every year, it's between five to six hundred pounds for the year. Wow! Wow! Yes, wow. that's it. So, yeah. if there is someone, because because there are people who represent many organisations that listen to this podcast, so yeah. if there is uh, an organisation or company that's wanting to uh, find out more or potentially <laughs> invest in the education of a young girl, how do they get in touch with with your charity? Yes, we have a good digital online presence. So our website is www.sagfoundation.com dot org so sag is s-a-double-g foundation.org or if you go to the search engine and just type in sponsor a gambian girl we are right there on the top or even girls education in the gambia you'll find us uh, our website is there we have um presence on facebook instagram uh, linkedin and twitter and uh, you can email us at uh, sponsorgambiangirl at gmail.com. Those mm. are the ways you can get in touch. Yes. I will make sure that those details are included in the show notes. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about Sponsor a Gambian Girl. I can tell you from on a personal level, it mm -hmm. does feel very satisfying. You know, if, if I'm going to be selfish in that respect, um and think about how it impacts me it does feel very satisfying to know that you're helping somebody in mm -hmm. another country make mm -hmm. their way through um their their school in, in mm -hmm. the case of the young lady i'm sponsoring yes um, um and and she's growing and it's for such a, a small cost yes you know so exactly. yes just well done I, I hope that you know the people who are listening mm -hmm. um, that they're able to um, find a way to, you know, well, definitely get in touch and also yes. to sponsor uh, because it's such a worthy cause. 
Yes, absolutely. And just not to 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 just to add as well, it's not just the university student. We have younger girls that their sponsorship is from ten pounds a month. You know, if yeah. you want to do that, why not? You can do that, or you can do a monthly given as little as two pounds a month of a monthly given. So yeah. they're different. Um, ways that people can um, contribute to a charity is not supporting a university student of 500 pounds but as little as 10 pounds a month for a young girl takes them to school give them that education and you're making generational change by absolutely yes. you know because what you know what we're set up to do is to um you know, level the playing field for ethnic minorities. Now, I know that obviously in the Gambia, mm -hmm. um, black children are not the minority, but we mm -hmm. know, you know, in terms of resources, resources yes. are not abundant. So in that respect, they are... Economic um, disparities, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, in need. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah I, just amazing. I think what you're doing is amazing. So I, I, the, hence the reason I wanted to have a chat. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, for fitness around your job, for your commitment, yes. your passion, for gathering the people together like me and, and hopefully yes. many large corporations um, to come. And I just wish yes. sponsor Gambian Girl all the best for the future. Thank you, Aneta. Thank you. And I just close with a mantra, a slogan, which is education changes everything for a girl. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>